The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, welcome back to the I Love You So Much podcast with me, Kenzie Elizabeth, and my producer, Taylor. Back again for another intro. Back again. Um, so today's episode is actually going to be a solo episode, which is exciting. Um, I just got back from San Diego this weekend, which is actually where Taylor is from. So I kind of felt like Taylor, you know? Where did you go and what did you do down there? I saw that you were in Encinitas at one of the, the boutique stores buying dresses. Yeah, I love that area because so my childhood best friend moved to Carlsbad when I was in high school. So, and then I moved here literally exactly a year after her, which is so weird because we both moved to my hometown the same day before fourth grade. Isn't that odd? That actually is kind of strange. It's very, very weird. And then get this even weirder. We talked about this the other day. It's so weird. Our parents at one point ended up dating. Isn't that weird? Really? Your your best friend's my, parents yes, were dating. Yes, well, my mom and her dad. And now my mom's like remarried and whatever. But isn't that so... Like, we survived that. That could be a good thing or a bad thing. Because if you think about it, you want that to happen. So yeah, you could be with them for a long, you know, much longer yeah. than you would like a friend. Like, oh, hey, we're going to spend, we're going to hang out with each other. But then if it backfires and what if the parents end up hating each other? Yeah. It may affect your relationship with the kid. Yeah. It the it was just, it was an odd situation. But honestly, like they broke up and we really, it didn't even phase us like at all. It's it, actually like looking back on it now, we knew it was weird then. But looking back on it now, it's even weirder. But anyways, my point is I've been to Carlsbad like, so many times in Encinitas area. I love that Better Buzz coffee shop. I know that they have multiple. Yeah, that that is a nice one. That's one of the first ones I think that they opened up in San Diego. I mm-hmm. think there's one other one, but that I think was the original one. It was the first time I'd ever been to one too, and it's amazing. You know what's weird? They have a New Orleans drink there, like my New Orleans from Blue Bottle, which is like a Blue Bottle blend. Like, isn't that weird? It's the it's the one with the oat milk in it, correct? Or is that yeah? I yeah. get yeah, New Orleans. Well, here's the thing though. Now that I'm so healthy and on this like 21 day reset, this is how you know how serious I am about my health. I switched my Blue Bottle order. I don't even get the New Orleans anymore. I get like just black coffee, like a. I was coffee. gonna. That's what I was thinking. I'm thinking. I'm wondering if you're gonna go with the black coffee route. And yeah. it is drinking black coffee is far superior. Mm-hmm. As far as on the health scale, if you if you think of it compared sure. to anything having to do with milk or cream or sugar, if you can cut out that stuff. I mean, again, I'm not a health freak at all, but I know that just by drinks, if you can eliminate sugar and technically cream, I think you are cutting out a lot of bad shit. Oh, for sure. No, but... I have drank black coffee from my house, like from home for about a year and a half now. So I cut out creamer as a whole. And I, before this, I literally used to drink like creamer with coffee. Like it was so bad. But now if I have, even before I went like really on this health kick, even towards like the end of that, when I was kind of like weaning off of it, having anything with sugar in it really just slows me down. And I was getting more sluggish after it. So I just didn't want it anymore. And then I get just like an ice black coffee and I feel so powerful. Like I feel very strong, you know? It's because of the sugar isn't in there. I think it's when you when you drink the coffee, coffee, if I'm not mistaken, when you're done with caffeine, it get, there is a come down to it. And I think the sugar. So I think it's it's mixed with the fact that you you have a potential come down from caffeine yeah. and sugar makes you crash harder. Yeah, that's why people like matcha. And I have slowly started to become a matcha person, which I never thought would happen. Kinsey Burke has been like really on her matcha. She brought me a matcha latte, an ice matcha latte with I think coconut milk from Chacha Matcha on Robertson. It's a great place. And I think I'm about the matcha because 
like coffee, you get the energy, it hits like quicker. Matcha is more of like an, it's a level, like more of like a level energy. So you don't crash as hard. Have you ever, when you, when you've tried it, have you tried it raw? Just no. the, the powder? I've tried it before. There was one in our break room and I thought, oh, cool. This looks nice. And it was just matcha powder. Was it horrible? It was, it was disgusting. So, oh, yeah, no. but again, I probably have to try other matchas, but I personally am not a huge fan. I've had matcha lattes and those are different. Yeah. See, but... I have matcha lattes. I'm not like a real matcha person. And I didn't even really like, ma like, I don't like matcha from Alfred as much as I like it from like Cha Cha Matcha, which I guess makes sense because it's a matcha place. But yeah, we went to like Better Buzz. We went, where else did we go? We stayed in like actual San Diego downtown in like the gas lamp area or the, no. the, well, we the city? No, we literally got there at like 11 p.m. So honestly, I don't even remember where exactly it was. Oh my gosh, Taylor. You <laughs> okay, so picture this. Everyone had just gotten off work. I went with like three of my best friends and we get there. And I for this reset, right, you have to have like hot lemon water every morning, right? And I'm also a very all-in person. Like if I commit to something I commit like there's no going around it I'm not gonna like half-ass stuff like it's just like I, there's no going around it I'm going to do it and that's just it like there's no ifs ands or buts nothing right so I had brought like snacks and like random foods and stuff and the reset it doesn't really change much of what you're eating it kind of just changes like when you're eating it and that's really it and you just have to have lemon water every morning right well, the first time we go grocery shopping, Trader Joe's is out of lemons, which is just uncalled for. And it was just really a shock to us all. So I had to go. There's a market next door to my house. So I got lemons from there, whatever. I bring all this food. I get to San Diego and I like forgot the lemons. And I was like, no problem. Like when we get there, we're just going to like, we'll just stop by a store. We literally, not only did we stop at four stores, but Sav and I <laughs> walk into a store that is closed mind you like it's some juice bar and it's definitely closed like we are those annoying people and we're like talking to the guys I'm definitely like oh my gosh like way nicer not nicer I'm always nice people like definitely very flirty like trying to get these lemons because I'm assuming they're gonna have them and they didn't even have them so then we had to wake up at seven well Sav and I just woke up early to go to walk and then we finally found the lemons but it was this whole thing we just had so much lemon drama I couldn't believe it I'm but... actually kind of surprised lemons are something that you can find all over the place right and then the second that you look for them nowhere to be found we went to like a liquor store too thinking that maybe like but they only had limes which obviously i mean like they would definitely have limes over lemons but still so i finally got my lemons crisis averted but it was it was kind of a whole ordeal but yeah so we went in the morning we went to on a walk we went to this like dog beach we didn't know it was a dog oh beach. yeah dog beaches in del mar yeah maybe that was it's right there. by the fairgrounds yeah, 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 that was probably it. And then we just went on a nice walk and then we just got brunch and yeah, it was fun. And then we recorded and we hung out in Encinitas and then we drove home. Were the Is the owner of Passion Planner from Encinitas? So, uh, yeah, she, well, first off, she's so cool. Um, I actually, no, she's, she lives in, I don't know exactly where she, she's from San Diego. She went to UCLA. So she actually lived in like Westwood for like four years and then went back um guys so basically i recorded the reason i was in san diego is because i recorded with the ceo of passion planner if you guys have followed me for a long time you would know that i started using passion planner four years ago and i was literally the like number one advocate anytime this is how i like explain this i'm like anytime someone would make you remember when starter packs were a thing 
Of course. Okay, so first off, we need to bring those back, guys. Make starter packs for me. I really want to know what it would be now. Um, now it's going to be like lemon water, but um, every single time, Passion Planner, it would be in the starter pack. My bio at one point was like passion planning and something else. Like I was obsessed. Like I still like love them and I'm obsessed and whatever. So I recorded with the CEO, which is really cool. And she's just really cool. And it was a great experience. I loved our little San Diego trip and I had a great time. That was one of your first mobile recordings, if I'm not mistaken. It was correct? my it was my first one, Taylor. It See? was so different without you. See, look, you're expanding. Now you're gonna yeah. you're going on the road to meet people to interview them. I know. You're a real pro now. I'm a real pro. It was so weird, like setting it up myself. I did it though. I've had honestly, there's been times where people have used that equipment and then forgot to hit record, sat down and oh. thought they were recording a whole interview and then said, okay, perfect. Here it is. And I go, there's nothing on here. No. And they just had never hit the record button. It's happened twice. No, that was my biggest fear. So we actually, they recorded video of it as well. So uh, she started doing the intro and like I was like, cause she had to intro me for her video. And I was like, I don't intro you, whatever, you know, the whole ordeal because I do intros myself. And then like in the middle of it, I hit record, but I hit record like way before we start. So you're going to hear it and we're going to start like mid word, but don't stress when you go to edit it. Just don't stress. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm not concerned. As long as you, the, the, my main thing when I was describing everything to you was you will see these red, let the little led screen light yeah. up and it'll count the numbers. Yeah, no, it's really, it was really something I, I did it and I felt very proud of myself and yeah, I can like use equipment and it was just good. It was like a quick recording. Like we were kind of in and out and I feel like the in got so much better, but it was like my first mobile one. So it was kind of like not scary, but it was just very different, you know? Yeah. It's a new experience. Of course. Very new experience. Okay. So since this is a solo episode, I asked on the secret Facebook page for the, I love you so much podcast, which if you guys are not a part, you are missing out and you're only getting like half of this podcast because the Facebook group is so funny. And Taylor, Taylor, if you guys post in there, Taylor might Photoshop your photos for you. I do. So I go in there and I, I see what people are posting and I do respond to people if I have answers to them. And sometimes people are going, oh, hey, what what program is this? And, and I interact and I do, I've Photoshopped stuff for people too. So yeah. just look in there and maybe I'll, I'll, I'll pop in. The white backgrounds, you know, all of you Instagram girls, it's the white backgrounds when you have to like make the wall or the cabinets. It's actually so funny. But I asked you guys for hot seat questions because I am now in the hot seat and Taylor is going to be choosing them and asking me three hot seat questions. Oh, we're just going with three. Okay. Yeah. Does it yeah. say there's a glee? There's a couple here. There's some good ones. Okay, good. Okay. So, Kenzie, welcome to the hot seat. You've been torturing people for the last four or five months. Now it's your turn to be sitting in the hot seat for the game, the, technically the Game of Thrones. Uh, technically. Yeah. I can't believe we haven't done this before. Okay, so let's see. I like this one a lot because I'm very curious for your answer on this too. If you could live in any country outside of the U.S., what would it be? Oh, my gosh. I don't even know. I have, like, never really thought of this one before. And this is actually a two-parter that both have to do with living. And the second one is just as interesting as the first part. Uh, this is like very weird. And it's a, it's not going to be what people expect. But I think Ireland is like really pretty. I've never been. So like I don't know. I might pick Ireland. Um, let's see what the best countries. The top 15 best countries to live in the world. Also Sweden. I hear people are very happy there. I've been to Sweden. I dated a girl from, from Sweden and it, trust me, it's amazing. Denmark is great too. That whole Scandinavian area, I think they all rank fairly high up on the maybe top 10 places of, uh, to live. Yeah. So technically do. you'd be really safe to go to any of those. I think that's what I would pick or maybe Norway because that's number one. Really? No, I've never been to Norway. Highest in standard of living, life expectancy and education. 
Oh. Yeah, you can't really argue with that. Yeah, I can't really. So I guess I'm going to have to go with Norway. So now this for the second part of it, if you had to move from LA and you could never go back, where would you want to live? And this is, let's do this one just in the United States. It would either be just back to Dallas or to New York. Realistically, that's pretty much the only other places that I would live would be like Dallas or New York. Okay, so let's do this one. This one's skincare related because I think this would be good for a lot of the listeners. If you could only use three skincare products for the rest of your life, what would they be? Okay, the Dr. Jar Tiger Grass Cream. If you guys have redness or struggle with redness, this cream, you have to get it in the jar. Don't get it in the tube and don't get the serum. The one in the jar is much better. I'm going to have this in the show notes. It is the best thing ever. It blurs out your skin. Your The redness completely goes away. It works better if you're not super self-tan. Um, if you're basically, if you're pale, it works really great on your skin. But even if you are tan, because I self-tan, it still works. It leaves your skin with the best texture. It's just, it's literally my favorite product ever. Then I would probably have to go, uh, let me think of... What's my favorite? Ole Hendrickson, whatever, uh, Truth Serum. That is amazing. It brightens your skin. It's like the best serum ever. That's my favorite one. Or the like Rapid Flash CEO one. But I like the Truth Serum better, I think, which is, I think it's a little bit less expensive as well. And then I'm trying to think of like what face mask, the mask of, is it Magnum Minty or right is not is that how you pronounce it i don't even know i'm not familiar from lush that thing it's it's like the classic green face mask but it it like i don't know what about it just makes your skin feel so amazing and it clears up your skin overnight that or the cup of coffee face mask from lush so i kind of cheated and gave you like five but i'll have them in the show notes those are like the best products ever i love skincare you know what's interesting is i'm i'm a skincare fanatic also just because of lauren and lauren is so obsessed with skincare that she's always giving stuff to michael and i mm -hmm. and telling us oh, you need to try this so i when you mentioned dr jarts i actually have a dr jarts it's a overnight mask. I think it's yeah. a water sleep mask, I believe it is. And it's great. I really like it. Yeah, it's amazing. That's me with my, like the guys in my life. Like they all have great skincare because of me in PR packages. It's important. Trust me. If you're listening and you have a boyfriend or you're a guy listening and you have any like aversion to try and skincare, trust me, get them to do it and do it preemptively yeah the common all of the guys in my life they they're very different from each other but the one thing they have in common would be that they're all obsessed with skincare like they they're not they're not obsessed with they're into it like they're all they're down if they came over and we were doing face masks they would do it you know see that's perfect that's that's where you want to be exactly it's like the perfect mix okay this last one's a little bit more fun if you had to throw a theme party, what would the theme be? Okay, I love this one because I've wanted to throw a 2000s party for so long. We threw a Texas party at my house last summer and it was very fun, very Texas themed. But this 2000s party, I want to throw so bad. And it's like, you only listen to like Hillary Duff and like, you know, like 2000s. Like I'm thinking like Ali and AJ kind of stuff. I'm like, this is 2000s, right? Yeah, whatever. You know what I'm saying. A 2000s playlist and you all dress up in 2000s clothing. Like that would be so fun. So that's my answer. I would say it's, you could go, there's it's such a wide one. And so you could get really creative with it, but mm -hmm. also it, it would be very difficult because you couldn't, you wouldn't want to be boring. So if yeah. you showed up with something lame, it would easily stand out as that's stupid. No, you would have to like go all out. My roommate, Joe and I, we almost did it. So we had like an entire board of outfits and like we were not messing around. Like it was like, we were very intense about it. So I feel like one day it will happen, 
but it's just got to be in the perfect timing. You know, I'm not going to rush it. I'm not going to push it. But this 2000s party like needs to happen and it would be very cool. But you have to commit. You can't just like kind of like tiptoe in it and be like, you know, when there's like a, you can't do 90s theme parties either because especially actually I would definitely do 2000s over 90s because so much of what we wear now is 90s inspired. So people just wear what they wear normally. Like with 2000s, it's like low rise denim and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. The only, I want to say one of the major theme parties that I ever went all out on was I want to say it was 80s and I, I dressed up as like an 80s hair metal person where I got this long wig kind of like the Metallica era mm-hmm. a long wig I legitimately got a a, 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 a boom box that was old made a mixtape from it got these huge sneakers like torn jeans went and bought a t-shirt I don't remember do what else I bought of this I do can... I do actually I could find one it's, it's on my Facebook somewhere and I had this huge group. wig this this it was an old Harley, like an old vintage Harley Davidson bandana. And I went all out and I, I was, I was like absurd. And I, I think I spent like $300 on this. Cause it was actually thrown by a girl at the time that I was trying, that we had technically we were dating and we like broke up. So I was trying to make an impact. And I, it was the biggest waste of money I've ever, I literally never touched any of that other stuff after. Was this like before you guys were dating during after? Like, no. So we were after, so we were dating and then we ended and then she like started to like hang out with some other guy. So I was like, okay, I need to make a big impact to try to make us to stand out at this party. And it was just, it was absurd (laughs) to make a big impact. (laughs) I did the complete opposite. I don't think I, we never hung, we never dated again. It was, it was over. So it was over. That's actually so funny. We're going to put this, this photo in the Facebook group guys. So hype Taylor up in the comments, join the Facebook group. But today's episode is, um, it's going to be all about routines. It's going to be really great. So we're going to get started. Um, into another solo episode. Let me know if you guys like solo episodes down below. All right, guys, I really quickly just wanted to take a break and tell you guys about Honey. Honey is a free browser add-on that finds me the best deals online. You guys know that I am like a diehard online shopper. To get me to step foot into a mall and like seriously shop, that's a really big ordeal. I don't have the time. I don't have the energy. It just doesn't happen. But with Honey, I can shop online and they find the discounts for me. I literally have to do absolutely nothing. Do you guys ever buy something online and then later find out that you missed out on a discount? This is me every day of my life because I am constantly shopping online and I'm also constantly missing discounts because I either didn't know about them, I didn't want to take the time to look for them because that can be very time consuming, I'm lazy, whatever it is, but Honey does that for you. So thanks to Honey, I don't overspend anymore, which is amazing. The app magically auto applies the best deal to my cart at checkout. Honey finds discounts and coupons across 37,000 sites, Amazon, Sephora, Best Buy, Nordstrom, and more. With Honey, I don't even worry about missing a deal. I just shop like normal and Honey handles the rest. It's the best thing ever. Something that I personally really like about Honey is that I find out about discounts that I would have never even seen. If you go on the website, you guys can see like they have Talentless for 20% off. I just made an order on Gymshark and I saved like $50. That's without me even doing anything. Honey just auto applies a discount, which is amazing. And it is seriously the easiest thing ever to download. So Honey has saved its 10 million members an average of $28 and 61 cents. Get this guys, Honey members have already saved more than 800 million dollars. That is literally so much money and it's also not bad for something that is completely free and just takes two clicks to install. So it's literally the easiest add-on. I don't like downloading random things that I feel like take forever to download to my computer and use, but Honey literally just takes two clicks to install and it's so easy to use. So shop with confidence, get Honey for free at joinhoney.com/ 
slash I-L-Y-S-M. That is joinhoney.com slash I-L-Y-S-M. Honey is the smart shopping assistant that saves you time and money when you're shopping online. Check it out. Again, that's joinhoney.com slash I-L-Y-S-M. Um, hope you guys enjoy and let's get back to the episode. So I don't know what has happened to me. Actually, I do know what has happened to me, but this summer... I feel like I've always been someone who's very into routines and very into habits and like self-growth and whatever. We know, yada, yada. We've heard it a billion times. But this summer, I'm on a whole new level and I just, I don't know why. I just feel like I need to like get ready for like something good is coming. I don't even know what it is, but I've just been in this time where I'm like, I want to be one, the best version of myself that I possibly can be. And summer is the perfect time to do that because you have more time. And two, I just want to like build really big habits and routines that are going to grow me and that are going to make me into the person that I want to be, you know, whatever. So this is something I talk about all the time. You guys have actually requested um, a solo episode on routines a billion times. So this is actually perfect. And I posted an Instagram yesterday. If you guys don't follow me on Instagram, one, you need to follow me. And then two, you need to follow the I Love You So Much podcast Instagram because we're constantly posting stuff regarding the podcast on there. And it's just a good follow because there's like nice like motivational quotes and stuff. So it's like, it refreshes you, you know? You guys should go follow and follow my Instagram as well. But also I will say, I always have a very loose outline for this podcast in a Google Doc, right? And it's always like three-fourths of a page. But this episode, I have two full pages. So I have a lot of things. I just have a lot of things that I need to say. And it's going to be really good. So I really hope you guys enjoy this episode. But yeah, we're going we're gonna to get into it. Routines, habits, kind of like building your life up there is a quote too i have no idea who said this but it's the secret to your future is hidden in your daily routine which i think is so true because it's like you're forming habits and i always say like patterns over potential so whether you apply that to yourself you apply that to someone that you would like potentially want to date you apply that to like friends whatever it is it's patterns over potential and ultimately patterns are habits so it's like what you're doing Um, It could go like as far as like just your morning routine to how you respond to certain like situations and stress and whatever. So there is the parable of the sower. And this is like kind of a story. I was reading this yesterday and this really opened my eyes. I've read this a billion times. A parable basically teaches a lesson. This is from Luke 8, but like it doesn't matter what you believe. This is just like it's a it's a story that can be applied to anything. It's basically on the idea of like you reap what you sow, right? It says, a farmer went to sow his seed. As he scattered seed, um, some fell along the path and birds ate it up. Some fell on rocky ground. And when it came up, the plants withered because they had no moisture. Other seeds fell among thorns, which ended up choking the plants. Some fell on good soil. It came up and yielded a crop a hundred times more than sown. So then Jesus says, like, whoever has ears, let them hear. Apply that to whatever. It's basically like, whoever has ears, let them hear. As in, like, everyone has an opportunity, right? So if you see, like, the seed is the metaphor of, like, the word of God, but apply that to anything. Like, apply that to this could be, it's basically just, like, the opportunity, right? So the seed falls as, like, opportunity, and it just depends on, like, what soil you have or you are around of how kind of you take that in, which the soil, like, how you get good soil would be through... We're going to get to that, but okay. So anyways, it says those on rocky ground receive it, but have no root. So they believe for a while, but then in time of testing, they fall away. So it's like someone who's like kind of into it for a little bit. They're working towards whatever the opportunity was given to them. And then they don't have enough to like 
ground to stand on. The second that something hard happens, they kind of just fall off, you know? And then the seed that fell among thorns stands for those who hear, but then as they go their own way, they're choked by life's worries, riches, and pleasures, and they do not mature, which is like, it's just crazy. You think about people who are given opportunities are given so many things and because it's just like you're not strong in who you are you're not secure you're not working towards something like the second again that like something comes up um they see something else or they're not like mature enough like it just falls you know but the seed on good soil stands for those with a noble and good heart who hear the word retain it and by persevering i put that in all caps produce a good crop so basically the seed if we're gonna do that as the seed represents opportunity it depends on your soil which would be like your life your heart whatever that may be of like how you retain that and what you do with that right so i think we can always like be waiting for something to come but if you're not prepared and you're not ready then like you could the thing that you're waiting six months for could just completely fall flat because you were like you wasted away those six months rather than like preparing during those six months, you know? So I have like three ideas for having good soil. So the first one is just by keeping the first things first. I think I'm way less of a balance person and way more of a priorities person. I don't think I've talked about this on the podcast before. I don't think a perfect balance exists and I don't think you should necessarily be striving for balance. I think that you should live a life that's like full and full of many things and i think you should you should have priorities like things that should be that are priorities in my life personally are like my the people in my life my friends my family for me my church like so whatever group you're in i'm in school and like my career right my first point was like by keeping the first things first so it's like what your priorities are and keeping what you know needs to be first first rather than like the next big thing that's going to fall and it isn't going to last long enough, you know, or like it isn't something that you can really stand on or like you just need to know what your priorities are and keep the first things first. Number two. So I just had this idea like with soil and fertilizers. So I think that that goes to like habits, routines and people. So again, having good soil, like I know a lot of habits and routines are like self-care and investing into yourself and learning and growing. And if you want to be someone who can really just be anything to like, if you want to be someone who like gives any value to anyone else you need to first be filling yourself up so you do that I personally do that through habits and routines which like set in place that I am taking the time I need to for myself I'm working out I'm eating healthy I'm really investing like into myself overall so my number two would be like fertilizer so habits routines and people Number three, people. I actually listened to a podcast earlier from Vu and it was just talking about, I don't remember exactly what it was called. I'll have it in the show notes below. It was so good, but it was about like choosing your circle. And I just had this thought that people are either like fertilizer or thorns, right? So the seed that fell among thorns stands for those who hear, but as they go their own way, they are choked by life's worries, riches, and pleasures, and they do not mature. 
And I kind of, I see that in the sense of like, if you were around the wrong people and those are thorns, yes, you can be the thorns, but I think also other people can also be the thorns. And I think who you are around is who you become. Especially this summer, I just have been very intentional with who I'm spending my time around. I'm a very independent person. I think I'm a very like, I'm a very strong personality. I'm a very strong person as a whole, but I'm not naive enough to think that like, if I hang out with someone I, like a lot and I'm spending majority of my time with them, that I'm not gonna become more like them. So I'm just being extra intentional in this time of like really trying to grow and really trying to learn and be better with who I'm around and spending time with people who I want to be more like. That doesn't mean that every single relationship in my life is gonna be that obviously, but the ones that are in like the closest proximity to me that have like the most access to like my heart essentially, are the ones that I am okay with being more like, because I think it's very naive to think that you can be around people very closely and think that you're not gonna be more like them. Obviously, I have friends that like, I love to death and whatever, and I see them from time to time and it's fine. This is more so just for like, your very tight circle. Um, and I think the way you speak affects everyone around you. You don't wanna be the person who's like plagued by worry, lack of faith, insecurity, shame, whatever it is. It just, it doesn't matter how good you are. If there's thorns surrounding you, you're gonna eventually crumble. And also when it says you do not mature, it's crazy because I think too, you'll get in friendships and relationships where you just enable each other. If you're bonding over being insecure, if you're bonding over like certain hard times, like I do not want the friends who enable me. I want the friends who like empower me and are like not insensitive to what I'm going through and they're not discounting what I'm going through, but they're like, you are better than this. You're gonna get through this. You're like, I don't want the people around me who are gonna like coddle me and baby me by any means. And I don't really feel like I have many friends like that. Like I will definitely get called out if I'm like trying to be a baby. Also, another thing is like, you can't really have, obviously blanket statements is like, there's always an exception, but I feel like overall, you can't really have healthy relationships with unhealthy people. And sometimes you have to take a step back just for them to get healthy. Because if you are that close to them, you end up enabling each other. So it's like if they're really unhealthy and they're like relying on you, sometimes you have to take a step back. And that's just like what has to happen. And it's what's best for both of you, even if it isn't something that you're like super pumped for, you know? So again, like watch who you keep in close proximity. Not everyone should have like close proximity or needs to know everything about your life. It's like guard your heart, guard yourself, set boundaries. Boundaries is huge and just go from there. Another thing too is like, you think like you share, I personally share the most with my friends and it's like you share the most with your closest friends, right? So the people who are closest to you, you're telling like, for the most part, like I'm telling like very deep things to you, like very big dreams, very, just like things that are really close to my heart. And it's like the way they respond to that, even if you don't think it's gonna make a difference, like makes a difference and you only want people who are like, empowering you and not like kind of holding you down like i'm sure there's the analogy too i think of this as well this is like so middle school this is probably in like honestly like in a dare uh doesn't even dare the like whatever the drinking and alcohol and drugs and whatever i like can't even remember what the acronym stands for and then they ended up being like really popular shirts of forever 21 but it's, it's whatever um when they would have dare assemblies in school and they would have one kid standing on a chair and then one kid like standing just like on the stage or whatever next to each other and the kid who was standing on the chair would try to like pull the kid who was standing on the ground up 
And that was so much harder than it was for the kid who's standing on the ground to pull the kid who's standing on the chair off. So the idea is that it's a lot easier for someone to pull you down than for you to pull them up. So again, you just have to be very careful. Like I think about this and I look at good soil and it's like, I think that people can be either, I think it's kind of like life or death with people. Like they can be like something that's really gonna impact you positively or it can like kill like dreams and you and whatever. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, so anyways, um, getting into routines. So again, the secret to your future is hidden in your routine. I'm gonna be talking a little bit about my morning and night routine. My morning routine varies from day to day because I work for myself and it honestly just depends on when I'm working out that day. So we're gonna act like I'm going to like a 7.30 workout class, okay? So I'll wake up, then this is not every day, but this is like for the most part my morning routine, give or take time or whatever, but I feel like 7.30 is pretty average for me to go work out. So I'll wake up at like 6, 6.30. I also have a billion morning routines on my YouTube channel as well, youtube.com slash Kenzie Elizabeth, but I'll wake up. Um, I really do try to not be on my phone as soon as I wake up, but like I'm not crazy strict about it. I'm sure it's like really good for you to not be on your phone, but like I'm just, it's, I'm not amazing at it by any means. And I, yeah, whatever, like sue me, whatever. So now with my lemon water, I walk to my kitchen, I make lemon water and I make the tropical bub smoothie from Kinsey Burke's 21 day reset. Uh, guys, it's actually the best smoothie you'll ever have in your entire life. It tastes like Hawaii. It's amazing. So I will drink that and I'll drink both of those immediately because you have to give like 30 minutes before you eat like your second breakfast basically on this reset that I'm doing. So I will bring those back to my room and then I start to get ready. I normally have my clothes laid out already um, for my workout on my dresser. I actually do this. I have laid my clothes out the night before every single night probably since I was in like middle school even if I don't have anything to do I will have my clothes laid out for the next day because I just don't like waking up and having to make that decision like it's just it's one less decision you have to make so I'm not into it so I will normally either be listening to like Hillsong or a podcast and I will get ready for my workout and um, I normally my let's do my go-to fitness um wear so my favorite um, leggings are Lululemon Wonder Under high-waisted. I get everything high-waisted. It's way more flattering. I've accidentally ordered the normal ones that weren't high-waisted and they were just not, the, not good. The high-waisted ones really like suck everything in and they're just really flattering and they're really comfortable. So I'll wear that. And then my favorite sports bra, I have just this classic Nike black sports bra and it's really tight. It's just like, the, it's the best sports bra ever. I really like wearing all black, but I also like a, like a matching fitness set, but lately these have been my two favorites. So we're going with that. Recently, I got a pair of APLs from Lulu, actually sent them to me and they are so comfortable. Like, I don't know why I'm jumping on this so late, but they're so comfortable. Um, I pull my hair back into a bun. I normally am wearing like very light jewelry just to like do something fun, you know? And then I'll throw on a hoodie or a crew neck normally. I have a lot of thrifted crew necks or I have this one Adidas jacket that I really like for um, like fitness wear to throw on over. But I normally just work out in like a sports bra in leggings. So I will just like throw on like a sweater or something to throw on like on my way to class and leaving class. Also, if I'm going to like spend, I'll wear like Adidas slides. Okay. So I get to my class. I'll either do, I love a good cycle class. I love 
love love love hot pilates did that today i'm really on a kick i just got an unlimited membership so it's really taking over my life i think that i get sunburns in there which like doesn't make sense i know but like i think it does and i think i'm actually getting sunburned and then i'll like orange theory boxing whatever it is so i love being done with my workout by like 8 8 30 because it really sets you up for success people okay it sets you up for a really good day i feel so motivated i feel like i already got my workout done in the morning it puts me in a really good head like headspace mindset i'm just ready to take on the day so let's i will go get a coffee normally i'll get like an ice black coffee because as we said earlier i'm healthy now and i can't get my new orleans without milk but it's whatever i'll get an ice black coffee or like a nitro cold brew from starbucks if i'm wanting to run for president that day that's what i do and it's it's really honestly like if you need a drink that's gonna make you take over the world get a nitro cold brew from starbucks they don't even sell these drinks in a size bigger than a grande which is a medium if you're unfamiliar because it's way too much caffeine. Like that is how crazy these are. So I'll get like, normally I'll get a grande nitro and then I'm just all one for the day. I come home, I, oh, well actually I'll do some reading and in between this time. So I'll shower and then I'll do some reading. Um, I read, I write, I kind of get my thoughts out for the day, goals, things I want. I've already set up my day the night before, um, which we'll get into that. And then I shower, I get ready for the day and then I'm off to like whatever I have to do. But it's really important for me to take time to take care of myself and take a moment for myself. So like, if I don't get out of the house to work out, I will at least go on a walk. Like I have to get out of my house, especially cause I work there before I like start actually working for the day. So getting out is so important, whether that is going to work out or just going on a walk, that's vital. I do one of the two every single morning. And then I also do some reading. I set myself up for the day. I always listen to a podcast in the car too. That's really important for me. There's just really small steps that you can do to make it more productive and make yourself kind of like just small things that you can do to invest in yourself throughout the day. So I would really recommend adding like podcasts to your morning routine, adding a walk, adding, I would especially add like reading, writing, things like that. It's really helpful. And then I'll get ready for the day. So I love a good morning routine. We're going to move on to my night routine. My night routine, I'm not going to lie. It's not much of a routine. It really varies. It, this one really varies from day to day. I'm a pretty social person. So like I'm with friends or doing something pretty much every single night. Um, besides tonight, I'm literally making myself stay home to write a paper and get work done. I texted my friends already in a group message and I said, please for the love of God, no one asked me to hang out because I need to write a paper tonight and that's that and just that's it. My mom's coming to town this week. I need to get stuff done. So if you need to do that sometimes, you need to do that. All right, guys, really quickly, I just wanted to talk to you guys about Ritual. You guys know that I am so into like fitness and health and wellness. It's like my favorite thing in the world. It's basically, it's like my number one focus at this point. Um, so we all want to do the right thing to keep our bodies healthy in the long run. But even if we try really hard to eat kale salads and drink green smoothies, we're still most likely not getting all of the essential nutrients that we need on a daily basis. And it can be very overwhelming when you don't really know what you need and what you're lacking. But Ritual, is the obsessively researched vitamin for women. Ritual's essentials have the nutrients most of us don't get enough of from food, all in their clean, absorbable forms. No shady additives or ingredients that can do more harm to your body than good. So you take two easy-to-take capsules that provide nine nutrients you need to support a strong foundation for your health. I really like Ritual. I am someone who was a little bit overwhelmed, I think, by the idea of taking vitamins. I didn't really know what I needed to take, and I just feel like I trust Ritual so much. I love that they're for women. 
I like that there's nine nutrients that you need in just these two easy to take capsules. I love the vitamins. They're super, super easy to take. You can also take Ritual on an empty stomach and not get sick. And I feel the more I take care of myself and the more I invest in myself, the more confident I am in myself. So I really love Ritual for that reason alone. So Ritual Essential for Women is the multivitamin reimagine. From D3 to Omega-3, Ritual's Essential for Women helps build gaps in a woman's diet. Ritual is delivered. It's a subscription that is easy to start and it's easy to snooze. It's only a dollar a day to have all all the essential nutrients for your body needs. Better health does not happen overnight. And right now, Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off during your first three months. So fill in the gaps of your diet with Essential for Women, a small step that helps support a healthy foundation for your body. Visit ritual.com slash I love you to start your ritual today. That is ritual.com slash I L O V E Y O U. Again, that is 10% off during your first three months at ritual.com slash I love you. Um, at night, if I'm like winding down, I will take Coco on a little walk throughout the neighborhood, smell the flowers. Again, I listen to a podcast. I, especially since getting AirPods, I've always listened to so many podcasts. Obviously, I, I have one. I love podcasts. But um, especially since getting AirPods, it really helps me to multitask in a way that's like actually good. Multitasking is actually not that great. But, you know, listening to podcasts while doing something, that's good. So I'll go on a walk. I'll listen to a podcast. Um, I come home, I cook dinner. I find that, again, a lot of this for me is just about investing into myself. So the more I'm cooking and learning about health and taking care of my body, the more of like an investment I'm making. So I feel like more put together and I feel overall better. I will do a nice face mask too if I'm really taking the time, which honestly is a lot. I already shared my favorite face mask at the, at the beginning of this episode. I'll have them down below. I love a good eucalyptus shower. Getting eucalyptus for your shower will completely change your life. It really feels like you're in a spa. And like, I live in a house that's like older. Like my bathroom is like an older bathroom. And the eucalyptus has made the biggest difference. It smells so amazing. It's so refreshing. I also have like a salt um, salt lamp nightlight. I always get the, all of those words confused and mixed up together, but I will turn the lights off, only have that nightlight thing and have eucalyptus. It is the most relaxing experience ever like literally ever so i'll do my skincare which i can do an entire episode on skincare if we want that because i absolutely love that it's skincare is like one of my favorite topics so i do that and then um at that point i honestly if it if it's up to me and if it's possible i will be in bed at 9 p.m the past two nights i've stayed out with friends until 1 30 and 2 30 in the morning and then a few nights before that until 3 30. this is horrible i was getting irritable last night because i'm like this is not happening i can't do this i really like my routine um so if it's up to me i'll go to bed really early and i really like reading um before bed and i'll read on my ipad my night routine oh and i have detox tea and i always like candles i think this is huge like just such small steps that you can take in your routine to like, again, just invest and make the experience better is huge. So I always have music playing. Like lately, I like playing Frank Ocean at night or like Daniel Caesar, cause it's very calming. <sighs> and then um, I'm trying to think of, oh, there was another thing. 
oh, I always like candles. I always have essential oils. I also use an eucalyptus essential oil. And again, it just really makes your place feel like it's a spa. It's incredible. And then I will read for like 30 minutes to an hour. And then I will go to bed on my four inch gel foam mattress topper, which was an incredible, incredible investment. $100 on Amazon, I, 10 out of 10. I will have it linked in the show notes again because it's that amazing. So I think just having routines for myself, it really helps me to stay kind of sane in like a busy life. And it makes me kind of check in and make sure that I'm again, like investing in myself. And it's just, it's easy to do like checks. Like if I am not doing my routines, my entire life goes like haywire. Like I'm like, I don't know where I am. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm waking up right before I have to be somewhere. I just feel really frantic. Routines really kind of keep me sane and mellow. And then I'm constantly, I make a list of things to do. I have my Google calendar out. I'm checking over like what I need to do that day. I have lists. I have my day like pretty much completely planned out. Even if there's like a three hour break, which is pretty rare, I have that like written down. So I'm able to see my entire day before I go into it. Again, this helps with anxiety. This helps me to like calm down, but I also just feel prepared and way more on top of stuff. So my nights are used normally for me to prepare for the next day and then to also like wind down and relax. Okay, moving on into habits and health. So um, we're gonna talk a little bit about fitness. Me working out started more as a like mental thing. Like I needed to just go like punch something basically. And I always feel so much better mentally when I work out. But now it's turned into something like so much more than that. And I actually am like very passionate about health and wellness. I love working out and it's an hour of your day that's like for you specifically and you're taking care of yourself. There's so many like studies behind this of how like obviously working out is good for you, but like working out is obviously like very physically good for you, but it's very like emotionally and like mentally very good for you as well. So I've made it like a huge commitment in my life to stay in like a consistent like workout. I basically, I work out probably like five to six days a week. I don't work out on Sundays just because I like literally don't have time. I'm gone all day, but that's the only day. And I'll at least do like bare minimum, a little hike or something. There's a hike pretty close to my house. That's like literally, it's like a pretty walk for three miles. It's not like Runyon is like, uh, I mean, even Runyon's like an easy, it's not, it's not even as hard as Runyon and that's saying something like Runyon is not very difficult. And yeah, so I like that, but I don't think it's much of a workout. But um, yeah, just like making it a habit to stay healthy and like invest in myself physically and mentally and emotionally. I can do that all through fitness. So I really love that. That's a habit of mine for sure. Another thing is diet. So I find the more that I care about what I'm putting into my body, like the more I care about myself. So I started obviously food combining. I've talked about that on the podcast. I have an entire episode coming up with Kenzie Burke on food combining, what it is, um, kind of tips and tricks, how to do it, her journey with it, whatever. Um, and I'm also vlogging my whole experience, my YouTube channel. So if you guys care more about that, like check it out. But I've just been like studying and learning so much from Kinsey and so much from like other people about the foods that I'm putting into my body. And I feel so much better. Like I'm less than a week in and I actually feel just like, I feel lighter. I feel like I know that I'm like saying I'm exhausted, but it's because I was in hot Pilates. I do have more energy overall and I just don't feel as sluggish. I don't feel as slow. I feel like I just, I don't know. It's not even a physical thing as much as it is mental, but I think overall, like just investing and taking care of myself when I'm eating really poorly, it affects me because it makes me very slow and I love, like I hate being slow. I love being like on the go. I love working. I love all of that. And like 
I think I've shifted how I view food to like fuel instead of food. Like I just don't, I'm not someone who's very attached to food as is. So like this is not as difficult for me as it is someone who's like a foodie and actually knows about food. Like I have friends who I could be like, I wanna get food in this area. And literally in like two seconds, they will send me like 10, 10 restaurants with different, like what you should get for every single restaurant. Like I'm just not like that. I, I have my like five places that I like to go and I eat pretty relatively healthy as is. So I'm not like attached to food. So this one's easier. But again, I just think like the more I care about what I'm putting in my body, the more I care about myself, which is huge with this. And then also like spiritually. So like whatever that is for you, like I think reading and writing is so big. Um, I have so many book recs and I will do a highlight on Instagram or in the Facebook group. If you guys want to see that, let me know. But I'm just constantly reading and trying to like learn something. And I feel like that's just, I don't know, like I think constantly reading and trying to learn something, but I think also um, not like rushing that and kind of like actually absorbing the knowledge and letting it like change you. I just have learned so much from that. Awesome. The next thing is stewardship. So that's such a like big word, but basically the word I looked at the definition, it's just the job of taking care of something. So it's like, take care of what you already have. I feel like so often we, and like, we're all guilty of this. I'm for sure guilty of this. Like you always want the next big thing, right? But it's like, why would you get the next big thing if you can't even take care of what you have right now? Like you look at this with finances and it's like, everyone's always wanting like this big check or this big deal or this raise or this promotion. But it's like, you're not even taking care of what you have now. And I think we'll like trick ourselves into thinking like, oh, if we make more money, we're gonna, then we'll like start saving, then we'll start doing this and then we'll start doing that. And maybe that is the case. But I think more often than not, the habits that you're forming are just gonna last, right? So even if you're making more money, I don't think, I think you're gonna stick with your habits, which are your patterns, right? So I like, I wanna take care of my finances in a very like smart way now so that when I'm making even more money, I'm able to handle them better then. I also have an entire episode coming out with someone completely on finances that I think is gonna be really helpful for like a lot of, just a lot of you guys. Like I learned so much in that and it's like, you don't learn this stuff in school. It's actually so bizarre. Also, another thing that you can be taking care of something, um, relationships. So like you look at, I have two questions under this and it's like, are you running away anytime there's conflict and avoiding that? And then the second one is, are you okay with being alone? So going to the first one, we're all guilty. I for sure am, like if there's an issue, and you just kind of want to avoid it and not deal with it. And then you run and you kind of like leave friendships that could have been really great. You're just not, you're you're not like investing. You know, it's sometimes it seems like the grass is always greener on the other side, or it seems like it's just going to be like, you, you just don't think it's worth it or whatever. And I feel like it's always at least worth it to make an effort. And I also think that again, it goes into habits. So it's like how you were dealing with the friendships and the relationships that you have right now, if you're not like actively trying to grow and like learn from that, I think that you just stick with your habits. So if you just keep running anytime there's conflict, I think that you're gonna keep running anytime there's conflict with someone else. And then I think that also like translates into like way more areas of your life. I feel like everything actually kind of affects each other, but we, a lot of the time like compartmentalize our lives and we don't realize that like maybe how I handle relationships has to do with like how I handle like job opportunities or how I handle finance, like in a different way, but it's kind of the same thing at the same time, you know? So taking care of what you already have, I think is a huge one. So it's like, are you taking care of this already? And then if you were given what you want right now, would you know how to handle it responsibly? 
I've been having this conversation with a friend of mine. Like we had this conversation the other day and he was like, I'm so glad that when I moved here, I didn't get what I wanted immediately. Like I didn't, when I, when I was like 18, I'm so glad I didn't get what I wanted. And I'm like, I am so glad that I didn't get what I wanted when I was 18 because one, I wasn't ready for it. Two, I think I would have just fallen like flat on the ground. I think it would have really severely kind of like held me back and hurt me because I don't think I was ready or in like the mental state to like deal with that or take that in right then, right? I've heard this story, but it was like basically it's like if you're given a million dollar check, like businesses like run finances and have like financial plans and whatever, right? So it's like knowing where the money goes to is so important. So like if you're, let's say you're like handed a million dollar check, which this would be like a, obviously like a bigger corporation or maybe you're just handed a million dollar miracle check. That would be amazing. Go for it. But it's like knowing where you would put that money. Obviously, I know that that's like an excessive amount of money. But if you're thinking in like a business standpoint, it's like, no, we have structure and we have like routines and we have organizations where like we know where we're going to put this money and we know what we're going to do with it before we even get it. So again, it's the whole idea of like being prepared for something before it comes, you know? So it's also like, what are you sowing? Like everything that you do, I feel like is sowing a seed. And even if you don't see it for ever, like I feel like you look at your words, right? So I think about people who have very negative aspects. Like I have a friend who literally I've never seen someone with more faith in my entire life, like ever. And she speaks it out all the time. And she literally was like, no, I'm going to have a free place to live and I'm getting a free car. And everyone thought she was crazy. And like, guys, literally now she is living for free in a really great place. And she literally got a free car. Like it's, it's just crazy. So it's things like that. Like the words you speak matter and I think even more so like what I was saying before it's like what you say matters and what you say affects those around you so if you don't even care to like for your life it's like what you you're saying and if you're negative and if you're like lashing out and you're getting really insecure and flipping out like the what you're doing is like projecting it's it's affecting those around you so it's like you want to be sowing seeds that are like good and then it's also like if you want something you need to be working towards it now so it's like really easy like let's say this is a really easy thing for me. Like, let's say you want a YouTube channel and you want to like grow a brand, you want to build a brand, whatever. And you want to do that through starting a YouTube channel. If you're not making videos and uploading them and like working towards that, how would that ever come into fruition? You know what I'm saying? So if you apply that to anything, if you want good friendships, you need to be a good friend and you need to be like working on yourself because then you will be able to get the good friendships. Like it's like the things that you're investing your time into they will eventually come. But if you're not investing your time and you're not like sowing the seed, then it's not going to happen, you know? So I have a list of seven small things you can incorporate into your routine to start taking better care of yourself. I asked on the Facebook group what you guys wanted to hear and like you guys just want to kind of like more practical steps. So the first thing I have, waking up early, my morning routine and my early mornings have changed my life completely. Giving myself time to be awake and have time to myself in the morning before I have to like go into a busy day or before I have to like go to work or class or whatever has completely changed my life. I have more time to invest into myself and to check into myself and make sure I'm healthy 
which is like goes into the routines and goes into the habits. And it's like, you want to be healthy so that when you're given the opportunity, you're able to take it, you know? So number one, waking up early, which I know people hate. I wouldn't say I love waking up early. Like I love it once I'm awake, but like the actual physical act of waking up early, like I don't think anyone likes when their alarm goes off at six in the morning and they have to like get up. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a very rare breed of person. I don't like that part, but it's like, I know how much better I feel when I have that extra time. And when I have just that extra, just the morning routine and when I'm investing. So like I do it. It's not that I like it at first and then I like it. You know what I'm saying? I think a lot of the time people are like, how do you do this? And like, like I just don't like it. It's like, you kind of just suck it up for a second, you know? Um, okay. Number two, again, start taking care of your health. Uh, if you guys like classes, I highly recommend doing like class pass or something. Try out a bunch of different fitness classes. Try out a workout that you like. Like my number one tip for investing into your health is to find a workout that you like, whether that's just hiking, that's like spin class, boxing, Pilates, whatever it is. Find a workout that you enjoy. There's just so many amazing things that come from this that I've already said. And then also like watch your diet. I feel like the food you eat actually has a way bigger impact on your overall health and well-being than we realize so i think like it's just kind of knowing what you're putting into your body and whatever i would definitely recommend checking out kinsey burke for the actual like diet part of that not that it's like a diet but it's a it's a method of eating it's like a lifestyle it's not like restrictive or whatever but that's like really helped me okay so three would be like devo so reading writing time i like i said i'm constantly reading i'm constantly writing it's really cool to be able to like look back on things too i'm able to kind of keep track of like my journey what i'm doing um my thoughts it helps so much with anxiety if you are someone who struggles with anxiety the second i'm anxious i will either go on a walk i will leave where i'm at at home if i'm working because i know that like it'll if I don't leave for 30 minutes, it's just I'm going to like be slow for three hours. So I will like get out immediately, take a walk or I will just go write and make lists. So that's huge. Yeah. So just reading and writing. I think it's just time by yourself and time where you're really able to kind of check in with where you're at and also be growing um, Four. So invest in relationships. So I think there's like so many different kind of relationships. Right. So it's like mentors friends and then I think there's also people that you should be like investing into and like you're able to mentor you're able to like share knowledge with or whatever I think investing into people is the number one thing I think like community is what keeps you wherever you're at and it's like I don't think isolation is really good for anyone like the number one this like goes so extreme but they say the worst form of punishment is isolation and like prison so invest in the relationships that you have because that's like also what's like the most fulfilling at least for me number five this is something that is so so small but like i said sometimes it's just the really small things that you add to your routine that make a big difference and i think a lot of small changes lead to a big change so this is like the most basic one but it's drink more water i am constantly drinking more water i will say i have seen a big improvement in my skin and i also take um collagen now from vital proteins i'm so into collagen collagen as a whole my skin looks so much better it's not even funny there was a selfie of me with the passion planner ceo and like my skin has literally never looked better and i'm not wearing makeup at all like it looks so much better so it's like just doing small things like that makes a big difference okay number six save money 
Okay, so it's like taking care of finances, right? But like make coffee, cook at home. I am constantly out to eat. I, this morning, got coffee with a friend and then I bought lunch because I was out. Sometimes you have to do that, totally fine. But I think making coffee and cooking at home saves you money. I think it's good, just relaxing time. I think you learn. It's really, I have grown to love cooking and I never thought that I would ever say that, but I love cooking and you save so much money by doing that. So I think just being smart again with the things you've already been given. And then number seven, the last one that I have is like therapy. If you guys feel like you need therapy and there's reasons, like bigger reasons other than your routines, your habits, the people around you, whatever that is, as to why um, like you kind of feel like held back, therapy is an amazing, amazing option. I actually just recorded an episode um, recently with a therapist and you guys loved it. Like I got such good feedback on it. So I would definitely recommend listening to that. She was awesome. And it's just like, I think, again, it's like, it all goes into like, what are you investing into to be prepared for like what's to come? I don't want to sit around and then something happens and like me not be ready for it. So it's just on the idea, basically stay ready so you don't have to get ready is basically the whole idea of this. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode all about my routines, all about just kind of a whole like parable of like you reap what you sow. Let me know if you guys did by commenting on our latest I Love You So Much podcast Instagram photo. You guys can just comment, say that you're coming from the podcast, join our secret Facebook group, subscribe to the podcast, rate, review, I almost said like, like I always want to say subscribe. You can subscribe to podcast. This I'm still like very confused on this thing, but hope you guys enjoy this episode and I will talk to you next week.